Hello, welcome to the Jump Cars. I'm Tony Shop Ralph Nardella. And I'm Rebecca Tonyasson Vala. And how are we going here today, Dom? Mike, very good, very yeah. good. We've got a couple of netballers coming on today. Couple oh, of netballers, yes, yes, yes. Chris and Jess from the Strathmore Netball Club. Well, I, does people still play netball? I, 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 well, yes, yes. Mm. We're going to start, mate. We're going to talk about mm. it because they need sponsors mm. in that. We've got to get them some sponsors. Oh. <laughs> anyway, what do you got? Anyway, we've got a, a, an email here from uh, Joe Esposito. Yes. What, um, what he's a bit concerned. He's a big follower of the Shump cast. Yeah, yeah. He to every episode. He, he yeah, just yeah. hope it doesn't um, Get to the fade point. away, you know. He's a bit yeah. worried about comedy duos uh, you know, splitting up. Yeah. You know, like the uh, famous uh, Tony Martin, Mick Malloy. Um, yeah. They uh, were very popular and they split up there. Uh, they don't talk anymore. American Rosso, you got that Todd Russell and Brand Webb, uh, Brand Webb, I think it is. Yeah. You know, from the, uh, the Mine Shark. What are you thing. trying to say? When know, the Jimmy Lewis and Dean Martin, they had a big blue and uh, didn't split up. So let's just hope uh, for his sake that, that we don't split up, you know. And, uh, hey, we're not a comedy duo. Don't try and put us into their bracket. Well, I'm Jerry I'm, Lewis I'm, and Dean Martin. Are you fairly good? Well, I'm, I'm the comedy guy. Oh, hey, you know anyway, I mean? I'm the funny guy. Chris hey, and I'm... Jess are trying yeah. to get on the thing. We've got them on the phone. <laughs> and they're so... waiting, are they? Yeah, they're waiting. Okay. Hey, without further ado. Dude. Chris. How are you? I'm, How are I'm you? good. How are you going, guys? Very good, very, very good. good. We wanted to get some netballers on the show because it was so male dominated that um yeah all the all the women in the in the audience said oh why don't you get a couple of netballers on so anyway yeah Chris, about time tell us about your netball club and um what you and jess do sure thing so i've got jess here with me Hello. hi um, jess <laughs> so basically jess and i have been we've played netball all our lives i'm a bit of an old bag i'm 52 jess is about 108 and I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> been playing netball for since we were very young um and then you know body's broken out these days so opted to start coaching been coaching netball at a pretty high level for about uh 12 years now um and decided to start our own netball club uh jess and myself and um it started from about i know we started with about five teams yeah. And we've now got uh, over 30 teams at the club. So it's over 300 girls that are now playing at the club. Wow. Um, wow. And yeah. loving um... their netball. So the main area that we play is Parkville Netball um, is where we basically play our games. Yeah. Um, and we have kids at our club ranging from... Let's go. Yep, so five years old. Right five years old? Five years old, right yeah. up to open. So right up to, you know, we've got girls playing who are about, you know, I don't know, 40. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 40. Wow. So, so what What about the mixed netball stuff? Like I was telling Ralph that I played a game with you and Jess uh, in, in the mixed <laughs> yeah, netball. I never knew males. males yeah, he reckons that males don't play. Can you just tell him that we did? No, they do. Because my husband, Spiros, keeps reminding me that he got BOG that game. Oh, yeah, um, that's right, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he's pretty good looking. He's pretty good looking. So the, the rest well, maybe that was why. Yeah. Mm. Um, look, mixed netball is, um, we don't have any males at our club, not for any reason. Yeah. Um, they can't play. Than, they can't play. Look, we're, we are also, our netball club is affiliated with the Strathmore Football Club. Oh, so, right. um, yeah. you know, obviously the boys will be playing the footy and, and cricket as well. Yeah. So we're all affiliated under the one umbrella. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the boys don't, for some reason over this side of town, boys don't seem to want to pick up the sport. 
Yeah. Um, I think they prefer to play it as a male-only sport. Oh, okay. A lot more males are playing in male-only competitions. So there's a couple of competitions that are just male-orientated. What, netball? Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was oh. like mixed netball. I didn't know the blokes. Because, like, we want to get netball in the Olympics, don't we? It's never been in the Olympics. Only the Commonwealth countries play the sport. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. It it doesn't have as many males playing. And so if they want to get it into the Olympics, one of the issues that they have is the fact that it's mainly dominated by females. And so you wouldn't have as many males being able to compete, which means it'd be cut off to male competitors, which has been the reason in the past that it hasn't been included. Mm. So who do you have to Um, lobby? They're now campaigning for it. So, so who who got, who are you guys lobbying? Like, how do you get a, get it in the Olympics? Like, who do you talk to? Well, I suppose I suppose you do the IOC, but I mean, we're obviously it's obviously in the Commonwealth um, in the Commonwealth Games because it's dominated by in Commonwealth countries. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I suppose you'd lobby the the IOC. I know that Brisbane just got twenty thirty two, I think, Olympics. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're definitely campaigning for it, so I suppose they'll. I suppose I'll start with the IOC and get petitions and that sort of thing from people around Australia, I suppose, to start with. They do it at national level and then see what they can do in terms of getting support or gaining support at international level. But, yeah, I'm not entirely sure of the actual process. Well, or or maybe, Chris, a bag of cash maybe could do it. Yeah. Maybe. A baby, yeah, yeah, baby cash. No, it's not coming from me. So what do you guys actually do? What's your job, Chris, and what's your job, Jess? Sure. So we're both head coaches of the club. So basically our job is we grade, so we hold a grading um, twice a year. And, yeah, um, obviously during these times it's a bit different with COVID, but as per normal, we'll talk about normal times. Yeah. We would grade um, and we we place all the players in the team of like abilities. Um, we have to also look for coaches. So we get coaches for each of the teams. So Jess and I coach a yeah, bit. Yeah. We coach at the top level. Um, but we also need to ensure that we have coaches coaching all of our juniors that are good enough for where we want our club to be. Yeah. Um, so our juniors need to spend time under us, being mentored under us as junior coaches. Yeah. And then once we think they're suited, they'll get their own teams that they can coach and they need to coach um, at a similar level of what we expect. Um, and so we ensure we coach, basically training is um, between all age groups. Yeah. We have Mondays, with netball, it's basically Mondays as training and Wednesdays as training. Yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays are game night. Yeah. And Saturday mornings is game, game day as well, all day. Mm, okay. So basically it's, it's five days a week, really. Um, it's pretty full on. Yeah, so we go around to all of the games that we don't coach to ensure yeah. that the coaches are doing the right thing um, and to make sure that the girls are, are developing the way they're supposed to be. And, and, just well. like, and just like the footy, like, do you guys, do you have a, a way that they can go and play for, like, the Swifts or, you know, like, if, they, yep. if they're too good for you guys, how, how do they move on? Like, do you recommend so, them or...? So you're talking about the pathway to, to play at the, yeah. best, at the highest possible yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happens is that um, from a domestic level, which we're at, yeah. we have, so Parkour, which is the main association that we play at, yeah. they will have trials to yeah. make their representative side. Yeah. Okay. 
So um, both Jess and I coached for Parkville this season as well. So we move away from, we still coach at Strathmore, but we're also coaching at a representative level. Yeah. Um, so they move to Parkville. Then what happens is that once you've made that Parkville representative team, yeah. um, you then move to, uh, you go to what's called Association Chats, where they hold an all-day <coughs> event. Um, and you basically get talent identified by people walk around for the day and talent identify um, the up-and-coming players. Okay. And that's basically how you get noticed. You have to mm. make these representatives. I mean, it all starts at domestic level and then you get, you know, put forward by the coaches quite often. Yeah. Uh, we'll nominate who we think should be trialling um, for representative level um, and then it's up to them to do the work as well, up there, you know, from that point forward. And have you got any girls from your club that are earmarked for greatness or...? Well, we'd like to think so. So, for, as an example, our the under-11 Parkville representative side, which yeah. is the junior side, yeah. um, they had 12 players in that team and nine of them were from Strathmore Netball Club. Ooh, that's um, The under-15s, which is really where you want to be because that's your talent identification year. Yeah. So, your under-15s, um, that was really fantastic too. So, added, they had 12 players in that team as well Ooh. and eight of those were from Strathmore Netball Club. Mm. So we've certainly got um, a massive array of talent at the club, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and yes, I do believe that the girls can go, you know. Um, but the problem at the moment is nothing's happening because of COVID. Yeah. So yeah. it's really tough for these girls because yeah. under 15, under 15s is the year yeah. um, that you're trialling for all, you know, whether it's at that Victoria level, you know, state level. Um, yeah. Mm. So, so it's just unfortunate the way it's been, it, it's going at the moment. but. Yeah. You know, they're still hoping, actually, mm. the Netball Vic is still hoping that they'll get um, the championships run, uh, hopefully, in November, okay. um, to see whether these girls can get talent identified to go to the next level, which is called Zone Academy. So Zone Academy yeah. is the equivalent in football terms yeah. as, say, quarter cannon. Okay. I knew you were going yeah, to say call the cannons because Michael's in the quarter cannon, yeah? Call the cannons, He is, yeah. 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 He is. So, so, yeah, that, that would be the equivalent. Okay. Um, and then Vanessa, the same. We have netball has the same sort of pathways as what football does. It's just unfortunate that, from a female's point of view, yeah. uh, when it's just a female-only sport, it doesn't seem to be given as much um, traction. There you go, traction. Oh, well done, Jess. Well done, yeah. Jess. Traction. Yes. She yeah. snuck in the word. Hey, Chris. What about the uh, SunCorp Super Super Netball competition? Is that? Um is that equivalent to the uh, the A League or something, or how does that? The Suncorp Super Netball SFN would be that's that's where you want to be. That's top of the range. Top so of the range. That's AFL level. That's professional. Yeah, professional stuff. Talk about the SFN. Yeah, it's the top level in this country. So you want to go through the state pathways and then play, um, you know, the VNL with the view to play the Victorian Netball League and then the Australian Netball League, uh, yes, and then yes, yes. they sort of filter out the players through. Um, that because the Suncorp Super Netball used to be the AMZ Championship, so you oh, have to yeah, kind yeah. of battle for spots from your Australian counterparts as well as New Zealand, mm. whereas they've separated the two out now, so there's a little bit more opportunity um, for athletes to just play at Suncorp Super Netball, yeah. and then obviously there are opportunities, like we've just had some players leave from Suncorp to go over to New Zealand because they're not getting as much opportunity here, oh, but because they've separated out the two competitions, there's a few more, you know, teams and a few more spots available. So it's obviously it's the equivalent of 
AFL, just AFL, obviously there's yeah. only eight teams. That's the highest level, yeah. yeah. And that's a national competition, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So there's teams in every... In every so it year. used to be, it used to be Australia and New Zealand. We used oh, okay. to have the one competition. We used to play together. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they separated us. Is, is there much money and stuff in it? Like, what entices the girls? The Actually, sport. Yeah, the love, and, that's, and that's the other issue. You know, it's tough. I actually, I was only reading about it today. There was an article actually on Facebook today where yeah. um, they're now going to be paid that most highly paid female sport. Yeah. But let me tell you, it'll be a fraction of what the bloke's getting. I tell you now, it'll be, they didn't put the sums up there. It would be, so say the best, the very best netballer in Australia playing yeah. at the highest level, yeah. they would earn about 50000 a year. What? Fifty thousand. That's, that's not even base rate. That's not even base rate. Exactly. I'm going to bring the Melbourne Vixens. Uh, Vixens there. Give them a call. It's an absolute joke. And some of the wow. like first year players. I mean, they've just negotiated. They've actually just negotiated a new pay deal. They haven't put out all the um, information as yet. It's just come out in the last twenty four hours that they've negotiated a big new pay deal. But that'll be. Next to nothing compared to what they may have yeah. So instead of yeah. 50, you'll get some, 55. Some people are playing for 10000 a year, so they've all got second jobs. Well, yeah, that, that's no good, yeah. is it? So, so what do you do? Like, do you have to you run work. around, you you have have to to run around well. and get the sponsors, or, or is that organised yeah, well, by somebody else? Yeah, well, sponsorship, absolutely. But again, when, in netball, to get a sponsorship deal, yeah. for some reason, okay, so basically netball is the most played sport in Australia, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's got the littlest amount of advertising and um, uh, sponsorship. It's abs- it's an absolute joke. Um, why is that? Why, why is that? It's beyond me. So, like even the girls, you'd have to be. There would only be literally a handful, maybe five at the most, and I can't even think of all five that would have great sponsorship mm-hmm. deals like with Nike. I don't even think it would Nike would even give them. It's like Asics because Asics is the only runner. Yeah. That has specific netball runners. So Asics is a major sponsor of netball. Yeah. Um, but they would probably only have maybe one or two of the very best players that they would sponsor. Like you don't see it. Much. And not just their song, like their Suncorp team. So these are even people that represent Australia have played at Commonwealth yeah. Games oh level, God. have played, you know, all the different competitions that they can. So they've played at every level that they can possibly play at without investing more, yeah. and they're still only getting. And when we say sponsorship, like by our city, oh, this isn't even something that's been happening for, let's say, 10 years. This would all be probably yeah. two, three yeah. years where it's really taken off yeah. and it's not even for everyone. But it also wouldn't be at the same monetary level than no. what AFL football would no. be. No, what, what they get in their salary would be a fraction of what their male counterparts get and then yeah. what they get in sponsorship is next to nothing. So most of the girls that play at the top level, even if they're playing for Australia, um, you know, and it's... Um, Commonwealth Games level and all of that would still be working almost yeah, a full time no second job wow. as well as doing their training and their games yeah. for yeah. some court. Is that is that why you're losing a lot of the netball girls to the AFL girls teams? Because I'll tell you why. A lot because of the, yeah opportunity, Dom. Opportunity for AFL AFLW now, and that's yeah. where we are losing um, players. Yeah. To, um, at our club, we've got a lot of players that play football as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I totally understand why they do it. There's, there's so many more opportunities 
to make more money. AFLW than there is to place to make a netball side. So, you know, you're looking at how many sides of AFLW are there in Melbourne. What is it? Ten, I don't know. However yeah, many yeah, it is. Yeah, probably eight to ten. You know, like, yeah. look at the opportunity and how many. I mean, a netball team has seven in it and they normally pick 12, just 12 yeah. for, for each club. Yeah. So compare that to picking, you know, 25 or 30 for yeah. an AFLW club and having an extra 10 sides there. There's only two um, uh, Melbourne sides yeah. uh, in the netball, in the SSM competition. So trying to break into that yeah. is a nightmare. So that's Melbourne Bixens and which other team? And the Collingwood Magpies. Oh, oh wow. Go Pies. Yeah. Go Pies. Go Pies. Sorry, we're going to have to delete that bit. We're going to delete that out. We'll delete that out. Anyway, hey, so so that means, like, netball being the most played sport in Australia is losing their best players to, like, AFL and and all the other stuff. Is that right? Yep. Yep. So how do you retain them? How do you retain all this? Well, the thing is, it's... One of those situations that we, we, we continue to keep these players because they come through as young players with us. Yeah. The problem age becomes around about 14 yeah. where they have to start. They really start liking the footy. Um, and, and the thing is, when they start not making rep sides, they get disappointed. And, and I think it, it is a bit easier because there aren't as many girls, yeah. I guess, that vine for placing uh, rep teams at AFL level yet. Yeah. Um, they're making the opportunities they're getting there are more than they are with netball. Um, we maintain, we, we do manage, like we haven't lost, when I say we've got players at the club, yeah, we've got players at the club that are playing AFL as well, yeah. but they're doing both. So they're um, playing, we haven't had girls leave us, but we give them the opportunity yeah. of, so we allow them, if they say, look, can I just train every second week because I've got footy training as well, yeah. we're also open to that as well. Yeah. So that, it's good for us. Well, footy players, let me tell you, Footy and basketball players, they take they take to the netball court and they're stronger, they've got their elevation yeah. is great, they're agile, you know, they're great, it, it really helps. So yeah. netball helps them in that in footy and basketball, yeah. and basketball yeah. and footy helps when they're playing netball. So we haven't particularly lost net what it is is that we're not we're not gaining a lot of new players. Like yeah. and every club's the same, not just ours. Yeah. So we are friends with quite a few of the clubs that, that play at Parkville and yeah. um they're having the same issue. So basically, it's not so much as you're losing your current players. We're just not getting a lot of great new talent around because people are choosing yeah. to take up football. So lucky lucky for you guys that the, the AFL and the netball doesn't fall on the same day when they have to play, yeah? Yeah, yeah well, that's true because that would, we would suffer greatly, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, is, yeah. there, is there something you want to say to all our viewers about the netball? How, how are we going to entice them and get them down there or sponsorship deals? Like... Oh, I don't know. I mean, I suppose for me, it's just conversations like this that are going to be beneficial so that people mm. understand, you know, where we sit, um, you know, on the run of the ladder, I suppose. We're not up there with, you know, AFL and cricket and all of those sorts of things. So for me, even conversations like this are pretty important just yeah. to get the word out that, there are so many girls out there that want to play netball, but they're losing opportunities because it's not given, and so they're having to go to go elsewhere for their sporting opportunities. So I suppose retaining them is one issue, but giving them opportunities and trying to expand on competitions and get yeah. sponsorship deals and get better pay for them, you know, is a good starting point. But you know, if you think about it, we're in 2021 and we're still having these discussions, yeah. so I don't expect it to be a quick process, but. 
people. I think that also, I think it's one of those situations, Dom, where, I mean, before you played, a lot of people just think netball's boring, right? So until you actually play, get on the court and understand the rules. Yeah. And then you kind of go, oh, shit, there is a bit more to this game than actually makes the eye, you yeah, know? Yeah. like. Yeah. And most most people do think that, like netball. Like, I mean, how many blokes in non-contact sport? Yeah, hello. The last netball game I watched that was non-contact. I can't actually remember. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, when blokes play, yeah, there's a bit of contact. And well, stuff, I was going to yeah. say it's very hard to get the ball in, but there's no board, there's no backboard. Yeah, you know, when you put, put the ball into the thing, yeah, because it's a skill. It's a oh, skill. Well, yeah, Wait, just quickly. It's not just that. There's there's so many tricks of the trade. So Jess and I, if we continue. With our coaching ability, we watch a lot of coach, a lot of top level netball. So we continue to want to bring the innovative stuff through our club, yeah. um, because you know netball is a freaking old dinosaur sport, and there are old dinosaurs who still run some of the competitions. Yeah. But you know we try and be innovative as a club. Yeah. Um, we like the girls to try different things. We're always open to try trying different things. Um, netball's a brilliant sport and, you know, really, to be perfectly honest, like coaching it, that's the other problem with netball. Yeah. There's not enough good coaches around so and that's where, where clubs fall down. So, so there's not a lot of strong clubs around because there's not enough good coaches around who are willing to put in the time and effort either. Because, again, you know, a lot of clubs, it's all voluntary work. It's all yeah. voluntary. It's a yeah. lot of time. Like we put in a lot of our days. And our admin, we've got a lot of good people that run our club. So we've obviously got the sort of on-court aspect. But as Chris said, it's five out of our seven days. And don't get me wrong, I love it and I enjoy it. But, you know, we've also got a good team of people behind us. We've got, oh, I don't There's know, about 20 in the 20-something committee yeah. that are sort of doing the, the admin side of it to get us out onto court. But... It's hard to get. It's hard to find good people to do these yeah. things, and it is all volunteers. So if you don't have those people, then your club, you know, your club will struggle. We're just very lucky that we've got excellent people. Yeah. So, so guys, if if you did get a sponsor, like, would you be able to um, put their name on your either your skirts or your your tops or stuff like that? So yeah. So I'll explain to you just a bit of. of um, we actually have our committee. The only way that clubs can run, so the only way that good clubs can run yeah. is to be able to pay your coaches. So yeah. we pay all of our coaches, so all of our coaches get paid. Yeah. Um, to be able to do that, How we, do don't, I sign we up? don't want to have, sorry? How do I sign up? Yeah, yeah I know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, we yeah, move, I'll just get on, I'll just get on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, there's a very, 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 very difficult interview process. Thanks. Um, so basically, we have a sponsorship person. So one of the people on our committee is in charge of sponsorship. Yeah. So they go around and they sponsor, they collect, they get sponsorship for um, the club. And yeah. with all the sponsorship deals that we make, um, they all go towards different things. Like Jess and I get paid, so obviously that's going to be sponsorship. Yeah. Um, they, uh, but also like our, so we have, what we try to bring to our club is kind of like a footy field, footy field yeah. where our top team, so our um, open Div 1 team, which my daughter M's in, Don, you know very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that is sponsored. So they, they don't pay fees at all. And they are sponsored by one of the um, one of our wonderful sponsors called Anova Electrical. Um, yeah. So they sponsor that team. Yeah. So they don't pay any fees at all. So what we try and do is get it to a point, what I would like to do is get it to a point where we can start bringing good players in and paying players to play. Yeah. Um, which is, but again, it all it all comes down to sponsorship. But it's all, mm. all levelled out as well. So there are different levels, like at a footy club, different levels of 
sponsorships. So, you know, not all businesses are in yeah. the position where they can provide, say, a gold standard, but they might want to come in at, say, the bronze level or they yeah. might want to do, you know, a ball sponsorship or we've got, um, you know, sponsors on all our feeds yeah. or bottles. Mm. So we level it out so yeah. that if it's, you know, if you're a smaller business and you can't come in at that top tier, that you could still um, get your name out there by doing you know, at a something bronze little. level or something mm, yeah. little. So that's also a good way to do it because not everyone can do the big sponsorship, but yeah. people still want to get their name out there and also support so, support the girls as well. What, what can you offer all this, these, because we've got a few listeners here, so what can we offer all these new um, prospective sponsors that, that want to sponsor the Strathmore Netball Club? Yep. What so can, what we can offer them, depending on the... And, of course, you'd need to go to the Facebook page. We have stuff on there. It's uh, yeah. strathmorenetballclub.com.au, yeah. uh, our website as well. Yeah. But basically, we have different tiers. So, I mean, I, as again, I don't do the sponsorship level. So the tiers are different, but there are tiers where, um, for example, um, I just said to you, the sponsorship who sponsors the um, Div 1 team. Yeah. So they, get, they also get a drink bottle from them. Um, yeah. Anova also want to be able to um, provide them now with their own Strathmore Netball Club hoodie with Anova on the back of their hoodie. So it's advertising. Mm. Yeah. What we also do, we, we get you our singlets. So if you sponsor us, we put all of our sponsors on the back of our singlets. Yeah. Um, and, and they're worn at every training session. Every training session, yep. But also, um, you get advertised, you get a plaque put up or a, um, a little billboard put up at the Strathmore Football Ooh. Club on the wall. Ooh. But also, we get you, um, depending what level, you can also get your sponsorship um, across the um, scoreboard at the Strathmore Footy Club as well. All right. So, you know, they had, you know, when, you, at, when you're at the footy and they've yeah. got the scoreboard yeah, going? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. say, for example, Spiros is Atlas Excavation. Yeah. So, oh, when right. the score goes up, you know, they might flash on Atlas Excavations or flash up on the screen. Oh, um, I like that. So, you got yeah. your husband's um, yeah. stuff in, into that. Yeah, so oh, he's, right. he's sponsoring too. He's sponsoring too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. girl. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. I'm just going to go for an ATM machine and I'll uh, hand over some cash to you and get uh, my name up there on the yeah, we'll, cast. We'll put it in a brown paper bag and we'll leave it somewhere <laughs> for you. Anyway, we've got to wind it up. Wind so up. do you want do you want to give give the viewers any more um, information about the Strathmore Netball Club? Or yeah, absolutely. Jump on the Facebook page. Jump on the Instagram yes. page. Yep. Um, if you jump on the, on the Instagram page, you'll also go, go to about a year ago and you'll see Jeff and I during last year's lockdown doing oh, some yes. TikTok. Oh, uh, good fun, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, we really want to really check out Chris and Jess on the Instagram page. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. they are sensational. That's you were gone. Um, and you can jump on our website. All the options are there. Any inquiries, you can just send it to registrations at that net, at netball or head coach at Strathmore Netball. Yeah. I think our phone numbers are on the website somewhere. Mm. If anyone's got any questions, any queries, yeah. um, we are really we are a professional netball club. Mm. And if you do put your kids to our club, let me tell you. They yeah, will learn. Yeah, and yeah. If anyone you ask about the Strathmore Netball Club, they'll tell you the same thing. We've got a very good reputation. Mate, well, you sound like you do. Well, and yeah. for any of you sponsors that want to throw in some money, mate, just do it because you'll get lots and lots of um, you'll get lots of gratification and you'll get lots of exposure, yeah, Chris and Jess? Lots of exposure, yeah, right. absolutely. Oh, okay, well, can we give Chris and Jess a big hand for appearing yeah. on our challenge? Yeah. 
that was Chris and Jess. Well, not much of Jess. I mean, poor Jess. She couldn't really talk with Chris. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Mate, she's good. <laughs> I wonder how Spiros is at home. Spiros is her husband. Yeah, great bloke. But no, nah, Chris, I told you Chris is good, didn't oh, I? Oh, yes, very good, yes, hey, very good. She yes, knows yes. her stuff. So any well, like they said, they there, said, you know, people think that's a boring game, but I tell you what, I've no, never mate, watched a game in Apple, but I'm going to, um, I wouldn't want to I'm gonna, um, get on YouTube and watch a game, yeah, and see, uh, um, you know, uh, how Get on, get on and is. support them. Get on and support the Strathmore Netball 100%, club. 100%. And see if we can get some sponsors. Go out there. Put your money where your mouth is. Well, that's it. I'm going to find an ATM machine right now after, yeah, this, uh, well, you, after this podcast. I'm going to hold you to that, so make sure you do. Well, I've got... Brown yeah. paper bag on it, get how you do it. You gotta go and give them some money, alright? Well, that's all we have to, uh, this time for Shumpcast. I'm Tony Shump, Ralph Nardella. And I'm the Billy Captain Bala. And we'll see you next time on Shumpcast. Shumpcast.